hello everyone and welcome to episode three of the Brew Podcast. I am joined by the lovely Anna. Hello. And the Phil. Yeah. <laughs> and the above average Phil. <laughs> yeah. The, no, just, just Phil. I, um, the six out of ten Phil would fill again. Would recommend. My, uh, my Insta- would recommend. I'm going to plug my Instagram. It's at PhilMetalAlchemists if you want to follow me on that. Please, I'm lonely. Please, uh, send me messages, please. Uh, after the first two episodes, I had a bit of feedback from a friend of mine um, who suggested that we talk about what we're drinking since it's the Brew Podcast. So, Anna, what are you drinking? Well, I'm currently drinking just a basic cup of tea with soy milk because the dairy industry is shit. Yes. And it's in a little mug with ducklings on it, which yeah. I really appreciate. Woohoo. Woohoo. Phil? Uh, so, what I have brought, because I'm a health boy... Yeah, I'm also drinking the same thing as Phil, so... Yeah, it's uh, green tea. Mm. Athletic Tico brand green tea. Athletic tea? Athletic tea, because it has protein in it, and it helps you flush out uh, some of the shit in your system. Drink it in sips. Yeah. And if you feel the need to gag, God help you. What? <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't tell you. This shit's fucking disgusting. What the fuck? Why would you bring, why would you bring tea that's shit? Because I'm a sadist and I like to see you suffer. Oh, okay. Well, no, it's, it's pretty nice. Just like, don't... Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. There we go. There we go. There we, we go. I'm using, tra- I'm using a Batman travel mug. As you drink this, uh, just sort of have it in sips. Don't have too much in one go because it will overwhelm you. Yeah. You make it like and, a fucking um, shot. There we go, Calm. How is it? Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. It just tastes like... It tastes like um, grass. Like, if you could yeah. make grass into a tea. Well, I'll, yeah, well, I'll warn you, once you get to the bottom, it gets very bitty, and it is basically grass at that point. So, bitty. Um, yeah, there's bitty. loads of bits in it. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, that's a great way to kick off. Um, why have I brought you two here today? Because you can't live without us. Because I'm and lonely, you love us. and I, 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 I have no purpose in life to so just like Phil. Come on, all of the above options are true. <laughs> um, but this week, uh, I think it's from the thirteenth to the nineteenth, mm-hmm. yeah. is Mental Health Awareness Week, yeah. and and I wanted to bring on uh, some good friends of mine. Uh, none of them answered, so I asked you two, um, and we are. Yeah, um, we're just gonna we're gonna talk about our, our experiences with uh, mental health because I know that without wanting to throw labels at you, like we've all experienced some degree of troubles with our mental health, yeah. and and I think the first step into normalising anything is to start a conversation it's about to put it. labels on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, to, it's just talk about it, and yeah. I think that's a great it's a great start for yeah. anything, as long as you're not sort of like stigmatising it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I asked each, I asked both of you to kind of prepare um, like little things you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, or, as um, as this year's Mental Health Week kind of consists on like body image, I kind of. I wanted to talk about that, so if anyone wants to take the floor, please don't. It's laminate, so I can't really replace it. Um, <laughs> floor is lava. If anyone wants to take it. the floor, it's lava, so oh. you can have it. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nino Bocket. Uh, so, Anna. So, Phil. I can speak. I think it's good that... Um, this year's mental health awareness is kind of centered around body image because I feel like in like 
the past few years that's sort of something that's been a bit slept on because mm. of the rise and people talking about other mental health things which is really really good yeah but people forget that body image is also a massive massive part of mental health yeah. like that's where a lot of mental health problems can actually stem from because mm. you see all these things and images projected in the media and yeah. you're like oh why don't why aren't I like that why aren't yeah. I normal or whatever yeah and at least a lot of issues such as body dysmorphia yeah um mm. which is a pretty horrible thing um for anyone to experience um yeah because it's it, it's one of those where if you're not happy with essentially what you're living in then it's you know it it, it has a knock-on effect that affects sort of everything else that's going on in your yeah. life and it's um because if you can't feel comfortable in your own skin which is where you yeah. should feel the most comfortable mm, and yeah. free to express yourself in whatever way then if you can't if you feel you can't do that then yeah it's hard it's it's impossible to escape from yeah, yeah. if every day you're looking in the mirror and not not liking what you see yeah because yeah. it's it's because it's, it's like with anything um if you're feeling negative or something's negatively affected you in some way that is going to come out in one way or another and that can be any number of things so it can be um you know bad habits mm. um just any any number of things that can yeah. you know, come out in bad habits can come out in how you treat others um yeah. how you treat yourself even yeah um just loads of things and it's, it's not pleasant no it's um it's also like seeking um kind of anything that like is a comforter so for not I know not specifically the case with me but I know that food can be like a good kind of not a good it's like a some people sort of go to food yeah. as like a as yeah as someone who is morbidly obese for uh, most of his life I can uh, I can attest to that mm. you know it's um because that's um like I specifically remember um because I went through this very recently as well like within the past few months because I was stressed the fuck out with everything going on and um I just sort of remember um waking up at like maybe 11 p.m uh, and going downstairs and eating pretty much everything that we had in the house mm -hmm. because i just felt like shit and i was like do you know what fucking sugar waffles they sound really good right now mm -hmm. Ooh, sugar i've just had sugar waffles i feel like more do you know what uh, an entire multi-pack of crisps that really hits the spot mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like i would just fucking eat and eat and eat and um i think that's sort of the thing is that when you sort of it really sort of can uh, have that knock-on effect of um, having no filter. Mm. And, yeah. um, not knowing when to stop because yeah. you kind of don't realise where your yeah. boundaries are anymore. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, certain foods release uh, dopamine. Yeah. Uh, so it's that dopamine that gets you hooked. And um, I know that chocolate's really good for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, chocolate especially. And um, it's very... Um, and then, of course, obviously, like... The, the important thing to keep in mind is that like those bad habits can obviously probably end up worsening the condition that you're in because like for me part of it was that um like once i sort of did that stuff it was for like other reasons um so i was stressed out mm. um but then i started to stress out over the fact that i'm i'm putting on weight again because mm. um, i was on a, like a very restrictive diet so yeah. it's all of a sudden go from like a very sort of clean healthy diet to uh Sugar waffles, multi-packs, uh, chocolate bars. But it surprises uh, your body as well, because your body's like, oh, I need to take yeah. all this extra energy and store yeah. it all now because I don't and know be, yeah. when And to be fair, again. I would have, doing that, 
doing that before, like I'd started the gym and everything, and like before I got my metabolic rate mm-hmm. shooting up sky higher than it used to be, mm-hmm. um, that probably would have like shot myself in the foot mm-hmm. ten times worse than I initially did. But um, it was very much the issue then became, uh, oh, I'm stressed out now because I've put on a stone and a half in weight, and then that sort of led to sort of a yo-yo mm-hmm. phase, I guess, mm-hmm. where I would sometimes go, okay, enough is enough, and I get back in the gym for maybe a couple of days, um, and then it, the cycle would just start up all over again. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I've undone all my progress. I feel bad about myself, and then, and just, then I yeah. Yeah, straight out of it again, and yeah. yeah, like I personally, I've never really kind of suffered with um, body image like troubles. I think mm. a lot of the a lot of the damage that was that has been kind of done with my mental health is regards to like inward, mm-hmm. like stuff like how I'm thinking, how I'm feeling. Mm. So I've never really kind of had to um, had to deal with those kinds of problems. Mm. So that's why I wanted to get people on with different experiences to talk yeah. about to talk about it because as we say like it's important to have a dialogue about these things mm. yeah exactly. yeah see body image i think even from when i was about 12 it's been always always something that has been at the very very forefront in my mind and mm. something that i don't know that i really really obsess about and I remember, like, I can't remember, like, literally the exact moment when I started thinking, oh, my God, I don't look the same as all of these people that Mm. I see, like, TV and media and stuff like that. I remember I was on Facebook, of all places, um, and I saw this picture that was, like, um, said something like, would you rather be skinny or have cake? And then I was like, hang on a minute. What would I rather do? My little 12-year-old brain was like, I want to be skinny. So, like, Mm. kind of went the exact opposite way where, like, Mm. I don't know, I just started, like, thinking more about what I was eating and being, like, it was never to the extent where I had an actual eating disorder, but it was like, oh, should I really be eating that? Oh, I feel bad about eating that. Oh, my God, no, I need to stop eating that. Being, like, physically repulsed by food and then, yeah. Mm. I don't know how it is for men, but, like, I know that for girls in particular – Clothes sizes, fuck you up. Fuck oh, you the fuck up. Fuck, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's mental. It's like you could be a size 10 in one shop but like a size 14 in another. Like, it's mm-hmm. mental. They're not the same. And so many people think that they are the same and they get stressed out when all of a sudden they're a size 12 and, like, two weeks ago they were a size 8 or whatever. Yeah. I, I can't imagine the kind of fucking... No. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and as uh, we were talking about this before we even mm-hmm. started recording about... Um, online shopping. Yeah. So um, there was um, recently on Twitter, I saw um, it was an online clothes shop that um, had accidentally left in some clips on a picture of a model. They'd mm. like clipped the dress into place and then taken the picture of her and like obviously changed around and clipped the dress like into place more. And that's like a massive, massive thing because obviously they do that and then they Photoshop the clips out. So when you look at how the dress looks on the model and then you look at how it looks on you, you get stressed out because you're like, oh, it doesn't look like the model like it does on me. But the thing is, it doesn't look like the model how it looks on the model because it's been clipped and pinned into place. Yeah. Which I think is, it's ridiculous because you, Mm. if you're buying something online, especially if like, I don't know, you're like me, like I'm a bit of a weird shape. Like I have very, very short legs, but like a normal sized body. Like I can't buy jeans 
in normal places because they're too long and they have to like take them up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you buy something, you want to know how it fits for real, not how it fits when it's been clipped and pinned and nicked yeah. and tucked into place. And if you're looking to buy clothes and you see that there are no like this like there's no like set I'm doing air quotes like set standard yeah. for clothes on models that are mm -hmm. being advertised to us. How the fuck are we supposed to know what the again air quotes set size is supposed to be on other That's like bits like you go on loads of clothes websites and it's like it gives you the description at the bottom it's like model is five foot eight wearing a size six i'm like yeah how does that help me yeah especially when it's probably been airbrushed to fuck and like oh god all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah yeah it's a lot it's i think it's a lot easier for for men just mm -hmm. not just clothes i think just in general life, <laughs> yeah. life is just easier yeah um, I'm, well, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, um, a while ago, I was buying a pair of jeans, and it was like, okay, looking at an old pair of jeans at the 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 width and the leg, and I was like, cool, brilliant, and order, and then they arrived, and they yeah. were perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but it it's probably just a whole different kettle of fish for for women. I mean, these jeans that I'm wearing now are yeah. supposed to be three quarter length, but because I'm tiny, mm. they come down to like normal size jeans on me. <laughs> They're one Anna length. They're one Anna length. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's sort of the important thing is because everyone's sort of, I, I think a big, 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 big issue is the fact that obviously we've got social media now and everything, so everything's a lot more widespread. Yeah. Uh, and television as well has played a big part because people who are older are always playing on social media, but it's real, realistically it's also telly as well. Yeah. Especially Love Island and that. I think oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, I think a big part of it is how, like, the ideal look is presented in media, the ideal look in mm. air quotes, um, and how it's sort of like, oh, you, you should look like this, or you mm. should look like that, you should look like the other, and I, I think it's very much things like that that end up having a negative impact. Obviously, a lot of it is in person as well. Um, I, I, I do remember, like, in school, um, growing up, um, obviously, I was not one of the girls. Um, you what? <laughs> listen, got a bit of a surprise for you. Um, I'm not actually a girl, you know. No, um, but like obviously, growing up, like I remember, um, I, I don't remember much, but like I do remember there were quite a few instances of um, like the girls on the yard being like, "Oh my god, like you know, no, you, you can't dress like that. You need to dress like this." And it's like, oh, oh. that was like hell, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like the right way to wear your skirt, the right way to wear your jumper. Oh the my right god, way did you see her bag? It looks proper tacky, you know. It's that kind of thing. Like we had blazers at school. If you had your blazer buttoned up, mm. you were one of the weirdos. You had to have everything like oh. unbuttoned, flowing free. I remember. Again, yeah. I remember when I was when I went to Carmelina, and it, you can tell my accent is going to go very, very scouch now because I'm talking about when I went to school. Um, it's like a fucking dial that I switch on, but um, basically, like that was like the like the style, and like if you didn't have your like I had my tie normal because I was a normal fucking kid, mm -hmm. and um, I I noticed that like all of like the scallies like the the uh, as my year seven opening minds teacher mm -hmm. affectionately referred to them as they'd always wear their ties like dead dead short mm -hmm. and things like that. And uh, they were like, oh, lad, if you don't fucking wear your tie like that, you're a proper gimp, you know? And I was just like, all right, it's a fucking tie and the, the, the length shouldn't matter. Yeah. Things like that. And it's like, I think it's that very sort of like this very clicky, like you've got yeah. to look a certain way yeah. or else you don't. 
broken. That's the thing, especially with like school uniforms and stuff, because they're all the same. Mm. And the idea is that, oh, everyone's the same, everyone's equal, no one's got better clothes and whatever, but they make it all about like clicks and stuff. Yeah, I find it really ironic that the reason that people, that schools have uniforms is to make sure that everyone's on the same level, everyone's equal, no one's got like better clothes or worse clothes than everyone else. Yeah. But like, they make it about. They take the uniform and they make it into something like to show status and stuff like that. Like yeah, how yeah. you decide to wear it, that's that's your choice. You're judged on whether you have your blazer open or not, whether you have your tie yeah, yeah. up. You're totally judged kids, on that. Oh, yes. absolutely. Kids can find any like arbitrary reason to have some kind of social pecking order, and it's yeah. it's really it's stupid. a survival yeah. thing. That's what it is. Yeah. Not like, even not even just the kids, but like also in my school, particularly the teachers. Um, so because. Uh, Again, like obviously, if you had like, you know, if, if you had your uniform any different than they wanted it, they came down on you like a ton of bricks. And yeah. um, that's school regulations, though, rather than like mm, social pecking order. I guess, but like, it's still sort of like you've got to conform to how mm. we want you to look. Especially um, <laughs> my uh, head teacher, uh, she was particularly strict about this rule, and she used to. I, I'm, not kidding when I say this. She used to stand on the balcony that like overlooked the schoolyard mm. with a megaphone. With a megaphone. And she'd shout at them to like, pick that litter up. Oh my God. And like stuff like that. Well, her big thing was uh, people not doing their top buttons up. Mm. Uh-huh. And so, so it's, I'm not being, she could spot it from like up on that balcony overlooking the other. Do your top button up now. A lot of kids would be like, you know, well, I, you know, my shirt's broken. I don't have a top button. She, she would literally sew it onto them. She's like, come here. I'll, I'll sew your top button back onto your shirt right now. It's funny how, like, from that age, we're being told, like, as you say, like, I know yeah. the whole point of, like, a school uniform is that we're all on the same level. Mm-hmm. But then if you try and take what you... They you all start with, like, the same thing. But if you take what you have and try and make it a bit more kind of yeah. suited to you to sort of show your individuality, then sometimes it is, like, as you say, like, totally suppressed. And yeah. what what is that going to do to to what, to what how a kid thinks, like, to their mental health as they grow up? It's weird, isn't it, how, like, it would start out as maybe a couple of people expressing their individuality and then people see this and see that those are the people who are getting, like, mm. respected by everyone else, so they mm. choose to conform to that one person's... Mm. Which, original individual choice yeah, that then becomes its, like a click thing yeah, which in itself it, it defeats the purpose of individuality yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well this this got oh, deep geez. yeah I mean yeah. we're talking about mental health so I mean probably makes sense that it would get deep yeah that's good not enough people do this yeah no good point um is there anything else in regards to mental health or body image or just mental health that you want to talk about uh it's, it's it's a question I think of there's like t- it's way too big mm. a thing to pick apart like mm. and just speak about one yeah. thing because it all links in together like you could have yeah. body image issues that then lead to like anxiety yeah. or OCD and obsessions and stuff like that it mm. can really can spiral mm. if it's not kind of yeah. sort of talked about more and it's not people don't like learn that it's not always a bad thing you can talk about it yeah and, yeah I mean like when I uh, when I was in my first year of uni, so last year, 
um, I did like I did struggle quite a lot. And then um, our uni offers like drop in like counselling yeah. service, yeah. which is a mate Monday to Friday at like an yeah. app, like for one hour a day. You just go in and you're always going to be seen by someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, did you see, uh, notice that um, I think she was like. She is like the president of the student union or something. Angelina, yeah. And she was handing out free sanitary products. Yeah, to, and I yeah. love they're, they're in the uni bathrooms now. I love that. That they're is in so all cool. of the toilets. Yeah, it's fantastic. Because it's a pretty great uni. Yeah, I I think so. I think so. I think so. Woo-hoo! <laughs> I mean, it's all right. Give us first, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have That's the tagline. Yeah, do we have a tagline? I don't know. Oh, it's a drink on a cheese. You need to proper fucking bosh it in loads, you know. I don't know which is better. <laughs> dream plan achieve. Dream plan achieve. That's that's the thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I see that. My like, because all all schools have like a bloody slogan. They do. Or... Mine was respect, believe, achieve. Why is it always three words? I don't know, but like, you're a creative writing student, you should know this. The funny funny thing about that is, uh, respect, believe, and achieve was like the the, the mantra of the school. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was also the tier system. So I I don't know if, but like, my school had a tier system where respect was like the high tier. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, all the the kids who are smart, you'll you'll get put in that tier. Then there was believe, which was like, okay, you're not not quite in the top tier, but you know, you're getting there. And then there was Achieve, which was uh, affectionately referred to as the Crayon Crew. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> because they were like, yeah, this super. And I think also that sort of ended up making people very clicky because obviously yeah. um, you went in, uh, you, you didn't get a mix, unless it was your form group, you didn't get a mix of Respect, Believe, Achieve. It was always just uh, Respect had their own classes, so to Believe and Achieve. Yeah. Um, what I found very... Um, pretty fucking stupid was that um, believe and achieve were automatically uh, sort of set to be taught food tech and uh, nobody in respect was mm. taught that yeah. a bit like oh you're, you're smart so that's beneath you and I think that sent a very bad message Achieve, fuck off <laughs> do you think I was in the fucking crayon crew I was in respect <laughs> all, the, all the woodworking classes and food tech that was taught to you believe and achieve <laughs> that was beneath us apparently yeah. All we that we, socialist bullshit, you we know? Didn't even, yeah. We didn't even get to choose it for a GCSE. That was just like automatically taken off the table for us. So basically, um, what was it? Achieve and believe? Like the two, they were basically yeah. the proletariat and yeah. respect to the brutal. Well, that's why they weren't taught like food tech and woodwork. Yeah. They'd have people to do that for yeah. them later in life, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and now, now look at me. Failing my job as a carpenter because I was never taught woodworking. <laughs> now look at me in my mansion with my six servants. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, there's so much pressure already mm. at school. That's to, have, to have that as well and be like, um, I mean, for first of all, to have the highest band called Respect. Yeah. And then the other one's like, oh, you can do it. And then you can like, believe and achieve and you'll get there. Yeah, but Respect. Mm. That's well, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. See, we just had like sets one through six, and that was it. Yeah, I think I, I think tying adjectives to them is yeah. much yeah. much worse than just giving them like a number. I quite like the number system in fairness, though. Like, yeah. I mean, it's basically the same as like grade boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Not, um, <laughs> not slaves, servants, and masters. Yeah. It was a good school, though. I I, I enjoyed it. I wouldn't know because I didn't go there. 
Well, pack your bags. I'm going to take you there. Oh, boy. This is diverged from uh, mental health, hasn't it? Diverted, hasn't it? It's taking a fucking turn. So, mental health in Stalin's Russia. Because <laughs> um, I think it's, it's 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 very much like an older generation thing to be, to be like, like, oh, carry on. Yeah. Like, oh, we're I British, mean, we just buckle up and carry on, yeah. yeah. Fucking boomers, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. This meme was brought to you by millennials. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, we're not millennials, we're Gen Z. We're Gen Z, aren't we? We're Gen Z, yeah. Yeah. I prefer millennials because that sounds cooler than Gen Z. You kidding me? Gen Z sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like, like we're an experiment that went wrong. Yeah, it was, <laughs> we probably were. To we be went honest. rogue and we started talking about mental health and like yeah, <laughs> the and free market and stuff. And for ourselves, Ooh. what? <laughs> yeah, not just hear that, mom. <laughs> Fuck off! I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She's gonna listen to this. She's gonna listen to this. She's gonna listen to this. She's gonna fucking look at me with this. She'll be like, she'll be like on the couch, like listening to it, and then she'll like with her headphones, and then, she'll, hey, hey. And then she'll turn to you and be like, "What have I raised?" Yeah. See, I don't think I don't think my parents. What's the generation of boomers? Like, what's the year gap? Because um, I don't think my parents are. I think no, you, your that. parents aren't boomers because uh, boomers are like uh, boomers like, would be like my grandparents. Yeah, grandparents. Like, my, my, they were yeah, they were born during the war. Yeah, and my mum's a baby boomer. Who knows? <laughs> the, I'd like to speak to the manager. The, I'd like yeah, to speak yeah. to the manager. Oh. <laughs> but then, like, going back to that generational gap, mm. if either of you have ever worked in retail, oh, you know how much that God. would fuck you up. Yeah. Like, getting shouted at for shit that isn't in your control, and mm. people just don't seem to understand that because the people who shout at you are always going to be. But, like, boomers <laughs> or, or. Or can I speak to the managers? Or, yeah, or Karen's. Parents either just want to speak to the manager or take your fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> she left and took the kids. Like I That's had, a whole other episode. <laughs> like I had a friend of mine recently um, where I work and um, and it was something like really trivial. Like we'd run out of like a certain like piece, of, like an item of food. How dare you? And like this guy was like banging on the counter and like oh, screaming gosh. at her. It's like you're you're too stupid to work in. Like to work here if you don't know what you're doing. I want my fucking scramble and you don't have it. It's basically that. Yeah. It was like, who, who has that mindset of I'm gonna wake up today and be a really shitty yeah. person? Yeah, it's like people who shout at like servers and restaurants and stuff. Who mm. has the mindset that just because you're handing me this plate of food that I shouldn't treat you like a yeah. person? Yeah, like, it's like that know? thing of oh, well, you're you're serving me, you're providing a service, so you're beneath me. You're not a human being. Yeah, it is that. And, feelings. and it really does. Like no matter how many times it will happen, and then people are like, I'll oh, just ignore it. Yeah. It's hard to fucking ignore because yeah. it's really fucking damaging. Like I always make sure that like whenever someone serves me anything, I always make sure to say thank you very much. Yeah, I'm like a thing. I well, tip when I can. Well, that's because you're an actual human person. Yeah. Cool. So. Can we wrap this, wrap this one up nicely? Wrap this no. mother up. I want to keep going. No, shut your face. Uh, is there any, like, closing words about the subject of mental health that you want to give? Just, like, a little um, little, little bitty? Talk to people. Don't bother that up. If you're yeah. feeling sad, talk to someone, because even if you feel like you've got no one to talk to, chances are someone will care. Someone will want to know. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're never going to be fully alone. Yeah, and there's so many helplines out there as well. Yeah. Um, I spoke to, I think it was Carl. Um, they operate in the UK. And I don't know the number for it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that they operate after five o'clock. Yeah. And you can always call them just to talk uh, about literally anything. 
Um, cool. And I, I've used that quite a few times mm-hmm. in the past few months. They're of a lot of help. That's cool. Um, so look that up and yeah. the, the website, and it's totally free as well. Yeah. Um, and like like Anna said, you know, talk about it if you feel the need to, because um, it, it is important. Because bottling things up, as weird as an, an analogy this is going to be, it's like if you hold in peeing. <laughs> because for too long it poisons if, you yeah. yeah exactly and then and when you let it all out and it's been building up for a while it's going to be pretty explosive and yeah. not good <laughs> and like as, as, as shit of an analogy that is i realize mm-hmm. um it's, it's the truth i'm like you know you need to mm-hmm. let it out and like don't let anyone another thing is don't ever let anyone tell you that what you're feeling is invalid yeah. yes absolutely um because I've had a lot of that, and it does have a it does massive effect. And yeah. also, never tell anyone else that what they're feeling is invalid. Yeah, like, if you're oh. not like, even if you're not experiencing any mental health problems, check up on your friends. You know, like if there's mm. a friend who's usually out with you all the time, or you usually see a lot of, all of a sudden you're not seeing that much of, or they don't usually come out. Like, yeah. check up on them because there could be something genuinely wrong, yeah. and you never know when what's yeah. going to be someone's breaking point. You know, even if like, they just, even if they seem happy, because a lot of the time. Um, a lot of people tend to disguise it with happiness and like, you know, just sort of like, Oh yeah, this, this is just me. And speaking from a personal experience with like, do, when, when I do that, it's, it's particularly exhausting because it's, you know, you're having to put that. So even check on your, your friends who you think are perfectly fine and happy. Yeah. And like, no, it's like a great big thing of like, Oh, are you okay? Just like, Hey, you know, you're all right. And just sort of, Cause yeah. Cause even a simple, like, how are you? How was your day? You know, um, or even just how did you sleep? You know, sleep well. Yeah, because sleep is a lot to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. A lot to do absolutely. with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, um, and uh, if I were to say anything, I, I would say that you're gonna try. You're gonna try some stuff to to help yourself, which is great. Like counselling or medication, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is not as taboo as fucking people think it is. Um, it's not. It really, it really is not that bad. Um, and some stuff may not work for you, yeah. but that's that's personal to you, yeah. and you will find something that works for you. Mm. It might take a while. It might not take that long at all, but yeah. you will eventually, after having had like a few maybe missteps with self-care, mm. you'll find something that works for you, and yeah. and it's a really great thing when you get to that point. Yeah. yeah. As a side, that's what you said about medication uh, as well. It always take if your medication affects your mood as well. Yeah, um, I, I had an incident recently where I was, I was prescribed this medication and the doctors told me, oh, no side effects, don't worry about it. And then I found out it actually has a massive effect on me. And I found out that was like a huge factor as to why I was feeling as bad as I did. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I went to the hospital and they were like, so how, how are you okay? You haven't had any suicidal thoughts? I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. This is a routine checkup. So, um, yeah, that's the thing with especially young men. Um, mm. When they when you're first got medication, they're like, if you... I was told straight away, if you have suicidal thoughts, call us straight away because it's more common among yeah. young men. The statistics are fucking terrifying. It's oh, like, God, yeah. A lot of what you see is all to do with, like, young girls and, like, mm. women and young women and stuff. You never see anything to do with men because mm. the whole stigma, like, oh, men can't talk about their feelings. Yeah, boys yeah. don't cry. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that a... Spon- isn't that that band from Spongebob? Like no, that's boy- Boys Who Cry. Uh, See, Spongebob yeah. fucking knew the shit. Like, Spongebob yeah. knew what's going on. I need for when I cry. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Yeah, be more like Boys Who Cry. Yeah. Hashtag be more Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, hashtag 
Let's plug our Twitters. Um, yeah. Mine's at Netflix underscore N underscore Phil or at Netflix and Phil or whatever. Yeah. And then's philosophy on it. You'll find me. You'll find me. You'll find me. And Ellen? Mine's just my name. It's just at Anna Chidlow. Give yeah. me a follow. I recently won an award for having the most witty tweets. So, really? yeah, oh. Drama Society Awards. I got an award for being the wittiest tweeter. Brilliant. So I've got that. Personally, <laughs> sort of, they didn't give that to me. And as always, the Twitter for the podcast is at through the podcast. So please give us a follow and message us with any suggestions on what you want us to talk about or any shit like that. Yeah. Um, or just message us, please. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah. Phil really needs someone to talk to. This is the first time he's been out of the house in weeks. Yeah. <laughs>